This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister partner in crime and co-host in all things psychic, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. It is. And we're here with a special guest tonight. We have an yeah. extra sister, our good <laughs> yeah. friend and astrologer, Kelly McLean. Hello. Hey. Hi. Thank you for saying what day it is because I'm in that like in between the holidays doldrums where I have no sense of time or space or what day. Right. I mean, Me I'm kind of like that all the time, but. But yeah. yeah, this is like a, a limbo week, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw a meme earlier this week that said, you know, this is the week where I don't know what my name is, where I am, or what I'm supposed to be doing. True. Yep. Yes. Very true. Yeah. My yep. kids don't either. They're like, I don't what day is it? I'm like, I don't know. I, it's fine. We just finally <laughs> left the house yesterday for the first time in days. And we were just throwing random willy-nilly into the shopping cart at Walmart, like, just whatever you saw you wanted it just didn't matter that's all we're doing is just eating and watching tv and doing uh-huh. you know whatever the hell we want occasionally scott's like don't you have things you could be working on and i'm like yes bye bye <laughs> that's a next week problem buddy okay <laughs> sorry i'm so wiggly i can't figure my oh you're out fine here. i'm like giving fine. everybody motion sickness <laughs> no worries at all so uh we want to say hello to barbara gb cat Renee, Red Girl, R. Briscoe, Amy, Mickey, Cranky, there's more, <laughs> Bianca, Renee, hey everybody, other Renee, I uh, want to say hi to everybody, and it's customary on this show that we ask everybody what you had for dinner, so Christy, what'd you have for dinner? Nothing yet, we brought we bought a pizza from Walmart to bake. <laughs> High quality dinner Bougie. around here. Yes, <laughs> we've been really busy. It's ble- it's a freaking blizzard. It's been a blizzard yeah. for five days, mm-hmm. and we had to go do a little bit of shopping. And I cannot even tell you how freaking long it took us to drive through this little damn town today. Through every and every time we stopped, then the car would just completely freeze over and be covered in snow, and we'd have to melt it all off again. And sh- you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm dinner dying. hasn't quite happened yet. It's just I hear I'm that probably just you know. starved to death. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. having to leave the house, having to drive in snow, having to walk in snow, having to scrape. No, I'm already exhausted. Oh, man. Having to just look yeah. out the window. At I'm, the just snow. Gonna, yeah. I'm just going to live off my fat reserves until the weather breaks. <laughs> hey, that what might about not you? be a bad thing <laughs> for me. <laughs> what about you, Kel? Have you made dinner yet? I was prepared for this because I watch you guys. And so you I know. know. And so um, the rest of this week was shit. But tonight I made... <laughs> Chicken curry in the crock pot, and it smells Look at amazing. You. Yummy. I know. Fancy. I'm a curry girl. Good job. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we did. Scott put a roast in the oven this morning, and Mars made a Caesar salad and uh, steamed red potatoes. So we haven't, well, she's eaten. I haven't eaten yet. Mars, uh, at school, she eats at five. And so since she's been home for Christmas break, she's constantly like, Mom, this nine o'clock having dinner thing isn't oh going to work for me. And I'm, <laughs> I want to adapt. I do, but <laughs> yeah, that would require getting my shit together. And I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, she's 19 years old. She could make her own dinner. I'm just saying. And she does. She actually made butter chicken last night. Yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah, she seems to uh, think. I, I see some kitties are joining us. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you hear that whining, that's Snitch thinking that he's starving to death because he's not. Okay, tell, tell us the Why names his... of your cats because it's so funny. Well, that in that entails counting them, which is embarrassing. So <laughs> it's like weight or age at this point. When people are, how many cats do you have? I go, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> um, a lot. So my OGs are Lucy and Callie. They're like normal and mellow older gals, 
And then when my husband was stuck home during COVID, he started feeding this one outdoor cat because she's so cute. And she snuck in one day and I picked her up to put her outside because indoor, outdoors, cooties. And when I picked her up, it was very obvious that she was pregnant. And I said, fuck. And (laughs) so she had six kittens Mm -hmm. and the original plan was to only keep her and one kitten but you know how those plans go. So I kept mm-hmm. three of the kittens and we have so many cats. So we have Lucy, Callie, uh, Daisy, t- Tommy Flanagan, Mickey Donovan, Snitcho Leary. <laughs> <laughs> and then outside we have Hal Jordan and Barry Allen, who are <laughs> DC characters. That's the Flash and Green Lantern for those who <laughs> <the> track. <laughs> So I love it. Snitch O'Leary is my favorite. And Snitch is a little snitch. snitch. I love snitch it. Snitch is a snitch. From the day he was born, I believe he's the oldest. From the day he was born, I would have to like, you know, check on him to make sure their little umbilical things were doing what they were supposed to and whatever. I'd have to handle him a little and everybody be sleeping, including mama, who was an amazing mama cat. Like we didn't have to intervene at all. Um, I would like pick him up to check him and everybody was cooperative. But when I would pick up Snitch, Every single time he got, and then mama cat would freak out. And so that's why he's named snitch. (laughs) I love it. I also love that your husband like caused this, you know, a lot of husbands are like, we're not going to get other cat. I know. Let's get like Jen. I I love him so much, but Jesus, we have a lot of cats. So (laughs) Daisy and the three boys um, who are named after Irish gangsters, And the two outside are all his fault. The only ones that I actually claim are the original two, the OGs, but I love all of them. And I'm, I thought when you were, became a crazy cat lady, I thought it was like when you were a spinster or something, but I I got married and then we had a bunch of kittens and I was like, I didn't think that's how this worked, but yeah. (laughs) Well, well, you didn't know you married a crazy cat lady. I I did. I totally did. Yeah. (laughs) He's so much like my dad. That's. So my dad, my dad was always the one bringing animals home for my mom Mm -hmm. to like fix or heal or nurse back to health or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so, and and that's the thing. You better hope nobody escapes from the zoo or anything. You're screwed. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. There's another cat. There's another cat wandering around that now that I look at him, I'm quite positive that he's the baby daddy of all these cats. Oh, except my original two. So I've been calling him daddy, Mm -hmm. but I really... I, what am I doing? I can't be nice. It's so stupid. Okay. All right, daddy, are you hungry here? (laughs) Stupid. You you should probably trap daddy and take him in uh, to be neutered. He's all black. Well, I'm going to have all the boys neutered. Um, Yeah. All mine inside are, but um, he's all black. So I can't even like see like under his tail. It's just an abyss back there. So I can't tell Mm -hmm. what's going on, but anyway, enough about cat balls. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we had this harebrained idea a couple of months ago. and We volunteered you for it well before we asked you about it. Uh, we right we did. But we did. We did. Yeah. So good thing you said yes. But <laughs> uh, Kelly works with me at One Two Listen. She's a professional psychic advisor. She's an astrologer. She is a podcaster. And so at the end of the show, I'm going to give her a good opportunity to share with you guys where you can find her and her work as well. One of the things that she does is she writes a weekly scope called Bitch Scopes. And Bitch Scopes are in my weekly magazine, Luminous, and as well as published over at OneTwoListen.com and on her blog when when it's working, but the internets are broken today. The blog is Um, up, but the website is not. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, but at any rate, uh, she's brilliant. So I knew she would be amazing for this. So we were thinking about how fun it would be or interesting, fun, interesting. I think both Both. to take a look at the astrology of Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow, and then maybe a little uh, on Alex Cox as well, because, Mm -hmm. you know, when we look at these true crimes and we look at these, you know, the perpetrators, so often we're wondering what the hell is going on in their head. Mm -hmm. And we know with uh, the Daybell situation, there's a whole lot of, you know, layers here. We do know this. Right. However, it's always interesting to take a look at the astrology because that is that is some of the layers, sometimes a, lo- a bunch totally. of the layers. So where do we start? Um, I would like to start with Chad. 
just okay. because that's sort of the order of things. Um, okay. Let me let me do my impression. We're starting with this guy. I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, resting toad face. We call it resting toad face. It turns out I'm very good at it. <laughs> he looks like this in every court hearing we've ever seen. He just has no. He just goes. The whole oh time. Oh my god, I love it. Resting mm -hmm. toad face. Yeah. And his lawyer matches him. He does. But we have this idea. Yeah, that you know, when he goes to see him at the jail, they just sit across from each other and you know like <laughs> A lot of times they're matching, <laughs> like they're wearing white shirts with red ties, oh, and then they're both sitting there like this. How cute. It's, just, it's hilarious. I know it's yeah. weird. I keep weird. thinking maybe he prior loaned him some of his ties because you know, they often look like. That's interesting. So first off, I have to say I don't have birth times for any of the three of them. Yeah. Without a birth time, you have a chart called the sunrise chart. Um, and so you don't know the ascendant and you don't know the house placements. And if you don't yeah. know astrology, don't worry about it. There's not a quiz later. But it, it when you have a birth time, you get exponential amounts more information out of it. So at first I was like bummed out because I didn't have a birth time because I really don't love playing with charts without a birth time. But then I started looking at the charts. She wants it all. I know. Yeah. I really want everybody's birth time, like somehow to On like show up. Yeah. Because like when I was dating or whatever, you know, you can't just go with what, what time were you born? When's your birthday? Cause they know men <laughs> yeah. know now. I mean, so I thought about emailing Emma, but I don't think she would. <laughs> so, um, but then I started looking at their charts and there's a wealth of information here uh, without even a birth time. So let me put on my spectacles so I can read my notes. I have a lot of notes. So this is what I would call like um, like a psych psychological profile sort of of the inner workings of these three based on their astrology. And so another disclaimer I want to offer is, okay, if you're a Leo just calm your tits. It doesn't mean that you're a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's way more involved in painting these it, pictures it than chat is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, um, then just the one, the one sign or placement or whatever there's, it's very complex and layered. So like, yeah. if you recognize some of these things from your own chart, if you happen to know, don't be adding me about <laughs> anything. <laughs> um, because as you'll find out here shortly, there's a lot of info. So it goes way beyond sun and moon. But Chad uh, is born April 11th, 1968. So he's a Leo sun, Pisces moon. Um, again, I don't know his ascendant, which is your kind of your personality and how you are in the world. Um, because I don't have his birth time. And it would be kind of fun to, to guess, but I'm not going to do that because it'll take forever. Um, <laughs> here's the interesting things about his chart. So I think I'm going to go through like the, the high points and then I'll kind of give him like a title. So he has, and if you don't understand astrology, this is all going to sound like Russian to you or something, but stay with me. So he has the South node of the moon conjunct palace, which is one of the goddess asteroids. Um, that to me is like a, a, a karmic hangover of power hungriness in some way. Palace is, is it's P-A-L-L-A-S. It's Palace Athena. And oh, where right. Palace is, is the, um, like where you can recognize patterns. It's your own personal brand of genius, wherever it is in your chart. And then depending on what aspects it makes, you know, it can make you, you know, a super sharp cookie or, you know, not. Um, but having it conjunct his South node, which is more like what you came into this life, knowing how to do really well, what you're familiar with, the gifts that you were born with, um, or past life stuff, depending on how you want to look at it. So I feel like this is kind of a mastermind um, placement. And I also feel like there's a certain amount of entitlement with this because of the, the South node. So I'm calling that a karmic hangover. So I don't think he was a great person in his past life either. <laughs> I think sometimes we reincarnate to experience the other. And I don't think so with him. Um, a Pisces moon is a very sensitive person. My husband is a Pisces moon. He's the farthest thing from a murderer on the planet. <laughs> so, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything except that he is very sensitive, I think, 
He has his moon opposite Pluto, which makes him emotionally intense um, and possibly, um, I would say maybe even anger or like an, an explosive kind of temperament. Although the vibe that I get overall about Chad is, is not like an overt violent person. I feel like there's a mental, there's a mental thing with him. Obviously there's a mental thing with him. There's a, a mental aspect to where I feel like he's the one sort of driving all of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he has Uranus, <laughs> which is how I say it on TikTok. Uranus has yeah. conjunct his Pluto also, which is um, not only power hungry, but also rebellious. He has moon opposite Uranus. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of Uranus. Well, yeah, he's got quite a bit of Uranus. Moon opposite Uranus is very unpredictable emotionally you know, that with the moon opposite Pluto, Mm. he's got some definite emotional stuff. Um, sun square Neptune is an interesting one. Um, that's kind of like not seeing things clearly for him. I'm just going to call it delusional. Um, his moon is trying Neptune His Mercury is square Neptune. I just feel like this, thank you for your two cents snitch. I just feel like this is a cult leader. Um, He's got all this Neptune stuff, which I think just makes him kind of this delusional, irrational person. Then he's got Mars squaring Ceres, Juno, and Vesta, which all three are the goddess asteroids. Um, And the square is a very challenging aspect. So I feel like he's needy and frustrated and irritable. And and the, the last thing about him is he has the south node opposite Eris. And I, I had to really sit with this one he's definitely got women issues. Like I feel like he has mommy issues. Um, Mm. I feel like he might be closeted just saying. Mm. Um, Interesting. So that's my two cents. So I'm calling him. These guys are going to make a joke about that. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, do it because uh, when you said he might be closeted, uh, one of the long standing going jokes about him is that he put a, a portal in Lori's closet so that they could communicate with each other. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so good job. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm calling him like the delusional cult leader. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. sensitive, very moody, but I feel like he's able to tap into other people emotionally and manipulate them. Or I think the word manipulate has a bad rap. Maybe, um, He's just very convincing, like a good salesperson, because he can tap mm-hmm. into people's emotions. So, I mean, yeah, if you can tap into people's emotions, you can pretty much sell them anything. Right. Which Boy. in his books and his writing, yeah, you know, and I, I wanted to point out that Pisces Moon, uh, you know, he's a writer or he fancies himself oh, right. to be. And he, all that written. Neptune is well, very creative, A whole bunch too. of books, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, lots of creativity there. Uh, yes, Neptune of. is very creative. Yeah. And art. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Go, please. Lori. <laughs> um, okay. Right off the bat, I feel like Lori is just an angry person. Um, she has Sun Square mm-hmm. Mars, um, Sun Square Pluto, and Mars opposite Pluto. So that's all just a lot of intensity. Um it just that's just a lot. Mm-hmm. She has Mercury sextiling Pluto. That's very um deep thinking. She has Neptune sextile Pluto, which makes her a bit of a visionary um, or very Mm -hmm. imaginative. And um, what else? Mercury trine Mars, which makes her very smart. Mercury trine Neptune, which makes her imaginative again. Um, I feel like she took hold of what Chad was selling and bought into it hook, line, and sinker, and then really wanted to take it into the world, really wanted to evangelize this message. Um, but there's a there's an angry undercurrent with her that's really obvious, at least in the chart. The most interesting thing about her chart is that she has Mercury at 29 degrees. Okay, 29 degrees in astrology is called the anoretic degree. And it's, it's important. It's significant wherever you see it but whenever a planet is at 29 degrees it indicates there's like this 
this pent up energy that's ready to move forward. Having Mercury there, first of all, she has her Mercury at 29 degrees of cancer. Did I say what she is? She's a cancer sun Taurus moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Mercury, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Don't you hate that? Um, <laughs> Stupid Mercury, Lori. Mercury at 29 degrees is called the millionaire's degree. Um, Mark Zuckerberg has it, but in a different sign. And he transforms communication as we know it with Facebook. Mm -hmm. Rockefeller Mm -hmm. had 29 degrees of cancer. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if Lori Bellow has money or comes for money or what. I know they were in Hawaii a lot. I don't think that's true. She's very good at getting money from other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that's she's good at creating money from other people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 29 degree placements, though, can also cause problems with either like impulsiveness or inability to make a decision about whatever, wherever that planet is. So Mm -hmm. in Mercury, that's your thinking and your decision-making and your communication. So there's either like an urgency or she's very impulsive. Um, But with that 29 degrees, first of all, cancer is very sensitive, but I Mm -hmm. feel like she has trouble connecting with people in some way, maybe emotionally maybe she's all um intellectual and emotionally she's kind of bereft <laughs> so pretty, pretty really cold. interesting hmm. pretty cold toward her own children like yeah. her emotional connection to her kids is not good yeah but then really obviously. over the top with other people like with mm-hmm. melanie gibb her her former or best friend or however you want to qualify that um you know, in, in interactions we've heard with them over the phone, it's way over the top. They only knew each other for like a year or two. Hmm. And love she bombing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, right. I love you, Mel. I love you. You're my best friend. That's you know how much I love you. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, do oh, yeah, that's really over mm-hmm. the top. It's way too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So these guys, uh, Red Girl in the chat brought up uh, that she wondered where the golden vagina fits in here because... We have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm all ears. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell. Uh, because we've joked forever that, uh, you know, Lori has a golden vagina. She tends to draw men in. Oh. They'll do anything for her. You Beer know, flavored that. nipples. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. There okay. you go. Mm-hmm. And so uh, anyway, when you were talking nipples. about the money <laughs> aspect, you know, with that 29 uh, degrees in Mercury. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, Red Girl pointed out there's the golden vagina. It's right there. Yep. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think that's totally accurate. Well, so and GB said, you know, the impulsivity. She's been married five times. Yes. Well, and I think that goes back to like the, there's some sort of a, a misalignment with the way she connects to people. Like too much too soon. And then I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't, I haven't followed mm-hmm. her, but that's just my mm-hmm. takeaway from looking at her chart. So mm-hmm. I feel like she really wants to believe in something better. She's kind of visionary. She is, I think she's very smart. Um, That doesn't mean she's a good person, which I do think she's very Mm -hmm. smart, but I think that she definitely bought whatever Chad was selling and really wanted to take it and run with it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm calling her like the visionary believer, the action taker. I feel like he did the preaching and she really wanted to take action about whatever it was he was trying to sell. Yeah. Um, but the most interesting of this group was Alex, who I really was the least interested in looking at. Um, uh-huh. And I don't know what his known role is in the case, but his chart is a doozy. So interesting. He is a doozy. Oh, I, yeah. I can't yeah. wait to hear Clearly. This. So uh-huh. yeah, this is a trip. Well, he was. He's dead. I don't know if you knew that, but he's actually dead. Oh, but, is he? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> failed assassin, yes. Yeah. He's failed a failed assassin. assassin. I guess I remember that now. Um, let's see, how do I present this first? Okay, so some very smart person on the internet, an astrologer or astrologist. I hear astrologist these days. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> came up with, um, and I have, I've done this a little bit on my show where I did the astrology of comedians, the astrology yeah. of serial killers. I've talked about it a few times. Somebody with a lot of time and really good software came up with something called the bloodbath formula. Get yourself in the camera, Kelly. Um, <laughs> which sounds really horrible because it is. 
Um, basically, every serial killer that this smart person plugged into this formula has these placements. And this oh, is a wow. this is one of those calm your tits sections of the show. We get. <laughs> a lot of us are going to have these placements. Um, mm-hmm. On the surface, some of this seems like it might be a little too like loose and wouldn't everybody know everybody wouldn't. I looked at my chart. I looked at your chart. We don't, you might have one or two, but for the, the murdery part of it to be true, you have to have all five of these principles. Um, and so they are, and this will mean nothing to most people palace compromise. That's palace in, um, aspect to Pluto or the South node Venus liquefied. That's Venus, um, aspecting Neptune or the South node Pluto in any kind of aspect to Venus, um, the sun and Pluto and the moon and Pluto. So I really think that Alex did a lot of the dirty work. Mm -hmm. Lori and Chad do not plug into this bloodbath formula but Alex does and Alex's chart gets even weirder. So he, I know how you feel about Lori being a cancer because Alex is two days from my birthday. So fuck him. Um, (laughs) He's a Capricorn sun and a Leo moon. I'm also Leo moon. So I'm taking that very personally Um, (laughs) as a Leo moon. Calm your tits, Kelly. Exactly. (laughs) Only Leo moon. Um, So he has three planets at 29 degrees, which is, not usual, not typical, wow. not common. Um, he has Uranus at 29 degrees, Ceres at 29 degrees, which is an asteroid, not a planet, and the vertex at 29 degrees, which is not a planet, it's a point, um, but a really interesting point. Um, Uranus at 29 degrees, I think, makes him very high strung and nervous. It's also in Virgo, which mm-hmm. also can be a very um, high strung sign. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of just the unpredictable. Interestingly, Joseph Mengele, the Nazi murdery doctor, yeah, had a 29 degrees Uranus. Oh. Yeah. Um, the vertex is a point in the chart that gets activated by transit. It's mm-hmm. um, it's very fate oriented. So the vertex is just interesting. Um, I don't have any more interest any more information about it other than it's interesting that he has it at 29 degrees because anytime that gets activated by planet or transit or anything, um, and it's in Leo. So mm-hmm. his brother-in-law would have activated it at certain times. Anyway, it would get activated a few times a year just by transit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to have this almost like crisis point or this really pent up energy around that transit. Um, and series at 29 degrees, that's a mommy issue thing. In my opinion, I feel like he had mommy oh, issues. Well. <laughs> Did he? Oh, I would assume so. Just oh, okay. uh, by what we have seen out of old Janice. I would oh, say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's just right off the top. He just has all this like really intense energy just with mm-hmm. those 29 degree placements, three of them. He has the sun sextiling Neptune, which makes him very sensitive, very um, spongy and absorbent to the people around him. So I feel like he could be easily manipulated, easily convinced, easily. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's kind of vulnerable in that way. Mm-hmm. Sun trine Uranus, sun sextile Neptune, sun trine Pluto, and sun square the south node. Now, anytime the sun makes an aspect to a planet, it's significant. The sun is definitely a strong aspect. And he Mm -hmm. has like in my chart, I think I only have like one week sun aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, He has four really significant sun aspects. Um, Sun trine Uranus is going to make him rebellious. Sun sextile Neptune is going to make him kind of like a dreamer or um, that visionary thing. Like all of them have that sort of delusional thinking in common, like lots of Mm -hmm. Neptune present in their charts. And again, like that doesn't mean that Pisces people are idiots or that people with a lot of Neptune are delusional. Calm your tits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He has moon opposite Mars. So he's very influenced by emotions. He has Venus square Pluto, which makes him kind of charismatic and intense, but um, provides difficulty in relationships. 
Um, then he has Venus, Venus, Venus sextile, the south node, which is a very karmic situation. Um, I feel like he was very misunderstood. I feel like the, the mommy issues come up in that placement again. Um, very codependent, desperate to be needed, desperate to feel important, just kind of mm -hmm. desperate in general. Um, Ooh, wow. And there's more. Then he has Saturn aspecting Lilith, which is, again, very karmic. He has a lot of south node stuff as opposed to some really strong north nodes. When you have the south node stronger than the north node, it means you're kind of stuck in the past. You're stuck in your old ways and you're not really evolving toward your north node. Um, so Saturn is the Lord of Karma anyway. Saturn in aspect to Lilith is going to create um, a certain amount of fear. There's some some issues with sexuality with him and maybe some <laughs> I don't know like incest with your sister for example yeah yeah possibly also one, some points in your life possibly. claiming that you're gay and other times uh flying to it, South America does is that a thing for him you can is the gay yeah. conflict okay that makes mm -hmm. so much yes. sense and There's also and like a, a, a weird incestuous relationship yeah. with Lori so, I read yeah. about that um and there could be some like brutality in mixed in with his sexuality I feel like he could be uh -huh. a little dark or a lot mm -hmm. dark um Thus, Alice, I think the trips to South America for sex yes probably yeah yeah yes Ugh. um palace opposite Eris that's very power hungry Eris quincunx Pluto <laughs> is an escalation of conflict and backstabbing or oh. literal stabbing who knows um, yeah but How about tasing and shooting yeah, yeah. Quite a bit of that. <laughs> Any kind of violence, I feel like it's it's there because he's so desperate and needy for acceptance, kind of an outcast, kind of. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, like, I feel like he might have been bullied, something like that. There's his, his desperation made him very vulnerable to the charisma of both Chad and Lori. I think Lori really used him, um, to, I don't know, get what she wanted. How old were they when they met? They were step half. No, they're, full. or were they, they they're were full brother and full sister. Siblings, yeah. Oh, oh, that's even grosser. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she used him her whole life. Um, mm -hmm to oh, yeah. do I don't know to get things that she wanted mm -hmm. so yeah um Alex checks off all those bloodbath formula requirements um mm -hmm. wow he has really interesting mm -hmm, mm -hmm. palace and let's see I can't read my handwriting um oh yeah I can't read the handwriting but you'll have to trust me they're all there um which is weird because I was like, okay, well, I don't know what's up with this formula. Maybe it's a little too liberal. <laughs> I like went through my most horrid ex-boyfriend's charts. I went through. <laughs> if anyone's going to have it, it'll be him. Pretty much. I'm not kidding. Um, I went through, you know, people I don't like their charts, just some <laughs> certain celebrities um, I made sure that me and my husband don't have it. Me and my kids, we don't have it. Um, <laughs> no one around me that I really care about seems to be a serial killer. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's really not that easy to check these boxes. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, my very scientific studies, um, indicate that I think, I think Alex did a lot of the dirty work for them, at least in some yeah. of those murders. Mm -hmm. That, that's um, absolutely correct. Yeah. It is 100%. Yeah. He may have done all the dirty work. Mm -hmm. We don't know for sure. Yeah. Um, who was the little, what was the little boy's name? JJ. JJ. Intuitively, I feel like maybe he didn't kill JJ. I think Lori might have. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. My feeling is that Chad was more just like the cult leader 
and the other mm-hmm. two were just accessories to mm-hmm. the plan or whatever. Yeah. That is certainly what the prosecutor thinks. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. You know, there was a lot of argument about, you know, early on with Lori really in charge of this and directing traffic Mm -hmm. or was it really Chad? And what we know, because the prosecutor had a conversation with Lori's sister, Summer, that was covertly uh, recorded and then sent over to the defense. So uh, we all got to hear it. (laughs) And uh, he told Summer that he believes that Chad absolutely was the ringleader of this stuff and that the best thing Lori could do for herself at this point would be to testify against Chad wow. to help herself. Uh, you know, she has not done that. We, we're not sure she will do that because she is deeply devoted. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that's the, really the going theory with uh, the process. Interesting. Well, and that there's more evidence against Lori than there is Chad. He said yes. that too. Yeah. We don't yeah. know if that's actually true, but that yeah. is what he said. He did. Mm-hmm. I'm reading some of the comments too. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Aaron wonders if Alex and Lori trauma bonded. Yeah. Some kind mm-hmm. of a weird bonding went on. The trauma. Well, it's an effed up family. Definitely. Yeah. I think they were traumatized by a parent, probably a mother. I feel like there's big mommy issues in this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think no, they. Mentally- oh. And then I feel like they inappropriately bonded with each other, obviously. Yeah. 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 Well, Um, and Lori used that. Lori used that clear up until his death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she definitely took advantage of him in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She, she, they even made him get married. Yeah. Right before he died, he was Mm -hmm. only married for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty interesting. There's a lot of conversations about. So uh, Alex had he was actually uh, married briefly early early in life, and his ex-wife did an interview with the Chandler police. There's a cat hair on my microphone. Can't imagine why. <laughs> of course there is. Yes. <laughs> and that ex-wife said that Chad and Lori, or sorry, Alex and Lori had some really weird behaviors that she was super uncomfortable with. They were only married for a minute and she got the hell out of there. But in that uh, time frame, she said that one thing that made her really uncomfortable is whenever they were with the the parents, Alex and Lori's parents, that they would make a lot of really uh, inappropriate comments about their own sex life. Yeah. That was really uncomfortable. But she also, uh, he said that they would do things like Lori would jump on Alex and he would uh, like, you know, like bang her up against him, you know, and stuff like that. Like they would hump each other and hump stuff. each yeah. other and stuff in front of everybody. Like it was just. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi, I think oh. it's such an important question that we just have not been able to answer. Do we think Alex killed his sister, Stacy? We know he stole her money when she died. Yeah, we do. So there was a sister who had uh, gastroparesis mm-hmm. and type one diabetes. I think she had a couple of really serious health issues and she died. Uh, gosh, 20 some years ago and had a little, little girl who is mm-hmm. Melanie Pulowski, who's the niece who is somewhat involved in all of this as well. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, there was a lot of stories about when Stacy died and Stacy was really, really sick, really, really sick. Mm-hmm. But after she died, uh, Alex stole her credit cards and used them. And so it's always made people wonder: Was that actually Alex's first murder? Did he kill Stacy? Hmm. It's interesting. Certainly, yeah. questions there. But you know, I mean, we know that he killed Charles Vallow. We know that he tried to kill Brandon Boudreau. We know that mm-hmm. he tried to kill Tammy. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not super good with a gun. Let's just say that. Well, and he went um, to jail, what, 15-ish years ago for assaulting mm-hmm. Lori's third husband. Uh, help me, Joseph. Joseph. Uh, yeah, Joe Ryan, Joe Ryan. And tased him and threatened his life multiple times. And then Gosh. Joe Ryan did die under suspicious circumstances. And a lot of us really believe that Lori and Alex did kill him a couple of years mm-hmm. before all of this shit the came police have- Yeah. 
have been back over his case trying to see, and they just don't have enough evidence at this point to prove it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the kids, and we know Alex was involved in those deaths. I mean, they, yeah. they've they already proved his presence at the burying of both bodies. Yeah. So. Right. I don't know if I feel like he would have killed his sister. Is this, would this be a little sister to him? Stacy. Mm-mm, she I don't was remember older. the order. It doesn't really matter. She was older because Lori was in high school when I don't. Told, that's right. I just intuitively, I feel like he would have to have someone lead him down that path, mm-hmm. or there would have to be some external reason that would. I don't think he would just do it to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't get a vibe that he was like a mastermind. Um, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like he was just very he was much the henchman. A yeah. sheep, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, just would do whatever he was told to do, particularly by Lori, who I feel probably represented some sort of a mother figure to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and Chad both have mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Their mother in interviews and stuff, she is the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, man. She's awful. Alex yeah. and Lori's mother? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wish that I had the birth times because I would love to see, like, what's in that fourth house, which is the mother stuff, generally speaking, uh-huh. the family stuff. Mm-hmm. So, or even the ascendant, like when you have the birth time, you can see just so much more. Yeah. Um, so I'm very irritated at the state of Idaho or Utah or right. wherever the hell they were born that they did. Arizona or no, California. They were both born in California. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, yeah. shit. I'm from California. Yeah. I know what time I was born. Damn it. Way to go, California. Yeah. <laughs> Al, or, uh, Chad was born in Provo, Utah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it was really interesting mm-hmm. to look at it, especially because I really, like I said, I just have very superficial knowledge of the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what the prevailing theories are in terms of who did what and who led who to what. And You, mm-hmm. you totally nailed, you nailed it. Exactly. What um what we know about them and their roles, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. So very interesting. Well, thank you so much for that. That's uh very interesting about Alex and the uh the serial killer markers. Oh my gosh, right. Very. And I was not expecting that. Um again, because I didn't know a whole lot and because Alex, mm-hmm. I don't know, just from what I know, Alex is almost like this peripheral peripheral kind of character even though i know mm-hmm. that he actively did some bad things mm-hmm. he's he's dead know. so it's like yeah you know there's only so much we can Maybe know about like he's definitely happened. in the periphery now yeah. he is except that some he kind of is from the defense's standpoint he is the scapegoat really like oh well yeah. he did it you know that's where mm-hmm. it's all gonna well and how convenient because he's dead so yeah i think that's probably where a lot of it's gonna land and yeah. some of it might be rightfully placed there yeah but i i still think he oh, was definitely. led. i think he was mm-hmm. led very strongly by chad and Lori. very mm-hmm. much so he yeah. was Lori's protector and he did whatever yeah. she wanted him to do yeah but and i almost he believed feel... whatever she told him exactly mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever Chad still. told him, yes. because Chad yeah. had him very convinced that this is your job in this lifetime yeah. is to be her guardian and protector and his wife, right. uh, Zulima, so, as yeah. well, that they were both supposed to be protectors of Lori. Yeah. Right. Weird. Yeah. I agree with that, David, that Lori and Zulima knew they had to kill Alex. That was a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Because yeah. he, he, he knew carried all the information. Yeah. yeah. He knew too much. And I think because he was so vulnerable and easily led, I think they knew it wouldn't take that much to crack him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Trick him. Trick him. I don't know. Crack him because he would stay very loyal to Lori and to Chad, but to trick him. he Well, I mean, like if the police got a hold of him or whatever and questioned him, I -hmm. think they knew that he would crack. Yes, right, agreed. right. They yeah. would. He would. He had already been saying some things that yeah. had made Chad and Lori uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then he just magically dies, mm-hmm. like yeah, as so many people mm-hmm. around them seem to. After right. just briefly after he'd received a special blessing from Chad, in which he explained to him that he would know when it was time to go. Oh yeah. my god! But there's just his wife. There's a lot there. There's a lot there we don't know yet. And she Wild. has an 
immunity agreement in uh, Arizona. We don't know if she has one in Montana or in Idaho yet, but at any rate, there is some very weird energy with her. She knows a lot more than we know. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Well, and they've, you know, mm -hmm. they've deemed his death natural causes and it has been investigated and reinvestigated because there were real questions there. They, he died of a blood clot. Yeah. And they don't know, you know, he had a problem with, with blood clots. Who did and Charles or Alex? This is Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. But yeah. there are lots of questions about, um, you know, how did he really die? It's right. just too convenient. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of those around right them. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of those around them. Yes. And like mm -hmm. David in the chat is saying that Zulema has other dead husbands. And yeah. so there are questions. And, and life know. insurance payouts. And yes. And she also has a pretty good criminal history. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot that st we still don't know. Mm -hmm. What a there's... messed up group of people. Oh, boy. Oh, cool. the, the messed up group of people. Like, mm -hmm. so gross. Yeah. I remember when you guys first started talking about this, which seems like it was forever ago now. <laughs> yeah, it was. Two years. Two years yeah. ago. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, that's a lot of names. I didn't. I need coffee. Like, it, mm -hmm. there was just, like, every time you guys would talk about it, there would be, like, a new twist. Mm -hmm. And when you guys were doing like live broadcasts, I'm like, mm -hmm. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a just know some bad shit happened. happened to some kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah I almost so do feel like Chad, Chad could play good cop to Lori's bad cop. Like, I feel like Lori could be a lot more heavy handed with Alex and Chad mm -hmm. would just be like the blessed saint. Yes. Asshole. Yes. Um, toad yeah. faced. Well, um, and also the, the big brother. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, they have a big brother, Adam, who had tried really hard to intervene and, you know, get Lori some help when she just was acting so bonkers. And uh, he and Charles tried to do that. And that led to Charles's death. Yeah. But I think that he I suspect that Ch uh, Alex didn't ever feel totally. uh Accepted, maybe, mm -hmm. and, and taken in by Adam the way Chad did for him. And treated him like the brother that he wanted to have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah because Lori and Alex were involved in some dicey stuff. And Adam was mm -hmm. like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I do feel my cat is jumping all over the kitchen. Sorry. I keep looking that way. <laughs> He's staging some kind of rebellion in there because it's clearly starving. Um, yeah. I feel like Alex was actually pretty vulnerable. Like very volatile. Obviously mm -hmm. got a lot of stuff going on in his chart that if triggered mm -hmm. bad, but yeah. I, below that, I feel like there was a lot of fear and a lot of vulnerability mm -hmm. and too, too open to things. It's that, that desperation to be loved and needed and all of that, that I think yeah. drove him all the time. Yeah. Well, did you know he did a little stand up comedy oh, and it yes. was very interesting because it did really show you really who he was, you oh. know? And there was this, you know, desire to be um, seen you know, in general. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't good stand up comedy, but. <laughs> yeah. But he did do it. He, he has a friend uh, as well that has spoken a little bit about him and, and her friendship with him. And she, she indicates the same, that he was yeah. very vulnerable, uh, really easy easily to... led. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Very much. Yeah. I'm reading the comments. Yeah. Well, it was interesting that Lori wanted Charles cremated right away. Yeah, uh, not you know, I think she just wanted it to go away as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. she didn't even let Charles's children know that he was dead for, you yeah. know, a bit. And then bad. lied to everyone about the fact that he was shot and uh, just, you know, she, she did a lot of things, but you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's just like what, what Chad did with, uh, with Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. I mean, got her, got her, uh, you know, quickly um, moved to another state to be buried with mm -hmm. no autopsy, you know. Well, buried. he couldn't, uh, he couldn't cremate her. He couldn't mm -hmm. because uh, Mormons don't usually cremate. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing. Her right? family would have been. Her family cool would have, it, or, or the yeah. kids, honestly, like none of right. them would have been okay with that. That's, that's very, uh, when we were kids and we, you know, had losses in our family and people were cremated, our grandparents were furious 
horrified. Yeah. Like you do not do that yeah. uh, because of their beliefs, beliefs in uh, resurrection. Right. right. And so uh, he couldn't have done that with Tammy. So he just had to get her out of state and buried as fast as he could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he thought that would be enough, you know, especially to get her moved to Utah and buried, you, you know, mm -hmm. near her family, appease them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting thought. The cremation could prevent investigation for drugs and chemicals. Yeah, no shit. Oh, right? Maybe she'd been trying to poison him for a while. It wouldn't absolutely. Well, she had been. We know that she had been putting Xanax, Xanax? or something, something in yeah. his smoothies. Yeah. Somebody put some Xanax in my something. Right? Where's my Xanax? Where's my <laughs> Xanax? Yeah, exactly. Kat said, it gets lost, but there was another sister named Laura who died very young. Lori was born after Laura died. It's like Lori was a replacement Laura, even down to sharing a similar name. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. heavy. And that's a really good point. I, yeah. I feel like Lori was, and I, I don't know, but I feel like, how many siblings were there? I feel like she was kind of the standout for some reason. Like, oh, Lori this wow. and Lori that. Two boys, three girls. Is that right? Well, two Adam, uh, yeah, Adam, Alex, I think it's just the two boys. And then Summer, Lori, Stacy, and Laura. Oh, Summer. Summer. I forgot about so yeah. two of the four sisters died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I have a friend who is named after um, a dead sibling, which is just really. Oh, that's weird. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Mm. That's some heavy energy to carry around. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, it is for sure. Wow. Well, this has been fascinating and I appreciate it you so much. Is. I know this took uh, a fair amount of work on your behalf, so I appreciate you, but I yeah. know it's, it's in your wheelhouse. It's, it's, your it was passion, fun. So. I love to geek out on this kind of stuff. So, especially cause you know, I do have like an eighth house son. So, you know, serial killer psychology is definitely interesting to me. So, mm -hmm. you know, I wonder if I do too, because it is to me too. Yeah. Like not through astrology, but through other things like serial killer psychology is like my big interest yeah. as far as true crime yeah. is concerned mm -hmm. i um i don't think i have your chart christy i have katie's and kara's <laughs> i don't have yours uh -huh. <laughs> so shoot me your birth information at some point i'll look okay we don't know my birth time though damn it christy it is not on my birth certificate and my parents uh -huh. are inconveniently dead so we don't yeah. know rude right yeah hmm. well we can we might be able to hmm. i could make this my quest there you go <laughs> we love it uh so i know that uh the website's acting weird but whatever we'll yeah. still go there so tell these guys where they can find you how they can connect with you and the work oh, that you're doing well my website is thebitchwhisperer.me but for some reason it's not working today and neither is the other url that points to that which is kelly-mclean.com i don't know if godaddy is having a fit today or what's happening but um normally this work. The mm -hmm. blog with all the bitch scopes on it is kellymclean.blogspot.com. And I'm on Instagram as Kelly McLean. I don't play with Facebook as much anymore because it's just not very fun. Facebook sucks. So yeah. Facebook has gotten <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and his 29 degree mercury can suck it. So um, <laughs> even though Instagram is still owned by the we same say as we're, as we're live streaming over. <laughs> right, you know, whatever. Know. <laughs> whatever. But he can still suck it. Um, <laughs> he's got a jillion dollars. He's not offended by me saying he can suck it. Um, but I'm on Instagram pretty regularly. And then I have a podcast called Bitch Story, like bitch story, like her story, like history, but bitch story, mm -hmm. um, which covers um, women in history that have been whitewashed over by the patriarchy. So um, I'm loving that podcast. That one's fun. Nice. Trying to grow that. So I would love a follow on that. And um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yes. Bitch Whisperer. Yes. That's I am yeah. the Bitch Whisperer. <laughs> she is the Bitch Whisperer. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah. She's so, the Mistress of Ceremonies. Yeah. There's all mm -hmm. kinds of titles. I like the titles. I have a Leo Moon. Titles are good. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I do astrology readings. I I prefer to do them by email because then I can take my time and really geek out like I did on this. Not that I'm going to find out that you're a serial killer because none of you are. Um, <laughs> but I, I like to be able to take my time and really, you know, fully geek out um, and not feel like I'm rushed on the phone. So um, email astro astrology readings are um, 
fun. So yeah. I do that. Yeah. So it. you can find Kelly at one, two, listen.com. Yes, That's number one, number two, listen.com. You can find her profile over there and purchase a reading from her or connect with what she's doing over there too. So good. Yeah. Love it. Thanks so for having me on. Doing? That was a blast. Well, I'm so glad you came. I'm sure we'll do it again. We'll get some mm-hmm. wild hair another time and be like, all right, Bundy, let's go. Or yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's funny. So I have my astrology app in my phone and I have a lot of people in here. It doesn't alphabetize, which is annoying to me. I have Ted Bundy in here. I have Charles Manson <laughs> here. I was watching, I was watching some show about famous chefs and I mean, like high-end chefs where they do the like super duper sciencey, crazy foam reduction. And it's like this big on the plate, that kind of chef stuff. Mm, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. And I had to look up every single one of them to figure out, because I'm like, they have to have strong tourist placements. So if you have a strong tourist placement, you're either going to be a singer, some sort of a vocal artist or a chef. And I've, I've never been wrong. <laughs> So I have all these famous chefs in there and I have politicians and I have Carol Baskin and (laughs) their astrology, the astrology astrology around the Leo Kings, the Leo King, no, it's not the Lion King. What the hell is he called? Tiger King. No, it's not Tiger King. Cat King. (laughs) Whatever that crackpot's name is. Um, The astrology around all the characters of that show is also wild. So, oh, oh, I'll bet it is. Mm-hmm. Those <laughs> are some characters. I haven't <laughs> tried to see if Carol Baskin has the bloodbath formula checked off, but I might have to check into that. They found her husband. They did. They yeah. He's not dead. He's not dead. The FBI I knew he wasn't him. dead. He was in South America or something. Yeah, but I didn't know they found him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I didn't finish the thing. Apparently, the that has been verified that he's not dead at all. He just left. Her. He just left her ass. Good for him. Led for his mm-hmm. something. Sanity, life. I don't know. But... Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway. In, yeah. in a litter box. Yes, probably. <laughs> Too yeah. funny. So I've got well, all kinds of crazy people in my. I love Jay Simpson. Anyway. Ed Gain. GB wants to know if you had Ed Gain. I don't have him in there. I have. Um, I, I would like to know what astrological issue does someone have when they decide to start making um, belts and lampshades out of skin. And that is Ed Gein. So yeah, <laughs> I might have to look him up. I have Monica Lewinsky, mm-hmm. Charles Manson. I have a lot of the, the Tiger King people. I have a lot of comedians because I did that show on that. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, Howie Mandel, Mr. Rogers. Oh, wow. Bernie Sanders. Just a whole bunch of like totally random celebrities because I'll be watching something. I'm like, I need to know what this person is about. So it's fun. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, guys. That was awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. And a happy new Appreciate year. What you. you doing for New Year's? You going to do something fun? You know, you I don't even know if I'm going to go to the living room for New Year's. I might just stay in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have an adjustable bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. It goes up and down and it vibrates and it's really hard to justify getting out of it. Yeah. Especially for such a stupid holiday as New Year's. So, (laughs) right. I like it. I would rather stay there too. It's pretty freaking nice. So, yeah. I I, I don't hate that. I just got a, but it's mine, a sleep number bed just recently. Yeah. And you can make the head higher and the. You like it? Yeah. I love it. Mine looks like I'm sleeping in a hole like this. My kids are like, how do you sleep in that? And I'm like, Wait, so soft. I have a huge butt. This is, that's why. There's a place you, for it. It's very you have it on like a super soft setting or what? <laughs> hmm? Do you have it on like a really soft setting? Yeah. Or? Uh-huh. The middle oh, part. Weird. Yeah. I would rather sleep on like a board. A board really? covered with oh, a no. lot of like feathers or something. <laughs> I learned this in my previous job that uh-huh. there's a difference a lot of people think they want a firm mattress but what they really want is a supportive mattress mm-hmm. whole other show about mattresses that nobody wants to watch but um, <laughs> I know I there's all this information up here about mattresses that I would love to get out <laughs> I can't remember what day it is today series on how to buy the right mattress uh, right seriously. there you go based on your astrology yeah, <laughs> yeah that's brilliant Right there. Cancer oh definitely needs a soft mattress. That makes sense. She could write a whole booklet. Yeah. 
yeah. could do a whole limited uh, podcast yeah. series on it, you know? That's right. very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> there you Watch go. Watch for that in the new year. <laughs> I love it. But we're going to Kara's. We're just going to do what we always do on New Year's Eve, and that's uh, appetizers and drinks and games. That is that is the standing plan. Like, we didn't even check in about the plan until yesterday, because I think we already all just knew that's true. Yeah, we were pretty clear on what this was going to be. Yes. Yeah. So just so you guys are forewarned, my sister-in-law is moving to Idaho, and that means that at some point, I will be in Idaho. Excellent. And Finally. Things will happen. Fucking finally, Kelly. How many years have we been telling you to get up here? A long time. Things are going to happen. I'm already preparing my liver um, for those things. And um, yeah. Picking up the limoncello. Yep. I cannot wait. That would be so (laughs) much I have to admit, we have sent Kelly more than our fair share of drunk videos. Uh, I love it. My favorite is still the one where you guys were hiking up some mountain in the middle of the night and somebody fell down and then there was screaming and snakes and I don't even remember what it was. Oh, when we went to see the media shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty sweet. It was amazing. We trained a long time ago. We trained all summer to climb that mountain and see that meteor shower and it was amazing. The video was amazing. (laughs) And the whole way Scott was like, and it was at night, we were hiking at night. I remember. The whole time, Scott's like, this is the stupidest thing you have ever talked me into. <laughs> the stupidest thing. If one of you guys falls and gets hurt, we are going to have to call the search and rescue. I will never get you out of here. I'm pretty sure that because it was dark, a lot of it was just audio and like cackling. And uh-huh. I, But I do remember some Scott moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one was drunk at that moment. But uh, yeah. We, we was, were yeah we were stone cold sober because we knew we'd yeah. fall off that mountain for sure. If we wasn't were it there. like shale or something? Yeah. Why do yeah. I remember that? I'm I guess I'm a geologist. Well, it's too. it's lava. It's a it's a it's oh, actually that's a even worse. Yeah. Yeah. There was some shaley stuff though coming down. We we got all the way up and then again, you know, worrywart over here was like, How the hell are you guys gonna get off of well someone's gonna fall and die anyway? Well, I don't know why good. he'd be worried, like neither of you fall down ever. <laughs> You're both so steady. Right? So steady on your feet, yeah. which is why I'm your sister, because I also I, never mm, fall down. That's why yeah, I did ever. the accidental splits a couple weeks ago. And yeah. Yeah. Not well, cool. I think I, we all fell, but we all still made it to the car. So we did. <laughs> we lived. I was watching something recently where you said, Katie, that you fell under the car. And I think oh, I yes. commented. I have also fallen under the car. <laughs> I don't even know how this that's possible you. or how anyone besides me could do it. But it was rush hour in the morning. I stopped at the bank and I just misstepped, which I'm gifted at. And I guess I slid. And so, yeah, my legs slid under the car, which, and then my head is like in the street. My ex-husband worked up the street. So Anyway, I couldn't bend my knees to get up. It was very much a shit show. People, <laughs> rush hour. So when I finally got in the car and I'm like crying, laughing and out of humiliation, I texted my ex-husband and I said, listen, I stopped at the bank down the street from your office and I slipped and fell in a very unflattering, ridiculous way. And so if any of your coworkers claim that they saw me drunk and passed out in the gutter in front of Bank of America, I... I'm totally sober. I'm just the idiot that you used to be married to. <laughs> so <laughs> all he replied was, OMG. <laughs> the mother of your children is outside, drunk in the gutter. Yeah. Laying in the gutter in front of the bank. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Just another one of the services I offer. So yeah, I love, love that. It. I'm I'm so glad. <laughs> well, you guys, that wraps it up. So We will be back on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with new cases. We promise we will be bringing the uh, West Memphis 3. It was supposed to be this week, but then, by God, Mark Means got kicked off of Lori's case, and we had to do a whole big show about it. So we we will be back with that next week. This is the final show of Of season season two. two. We begin season two on Monday. Season three starts on Monday. Uh, New format new intro and we're finding some ways to bring a little bit more true crime to each episode so you guys we're excited it's going to be really great yeah you guys are such overachievers i've never even given my podcast seasons i just keep doing it week after week after week and i'm like on episode 842 i'm like oh seasons huh okay right we're (laughs) we're just trying to make it all you know official here 
<laughs> I, need, yeah. I need to be cool, right? It's time to be cool. Yeah. So I'm going to start season two also. There nice. you go. You're there starting you go. season two? Yeah. Yeah. For bitch tree. <laughs> yeah. Hundred, two, hundred. Yes. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All righty, you guys. Happy New Year. Please be safe. Have fun. Call an Uber. You know, all the yeah. good stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> hydrate. All righty. Hydrate. Oh, hydrate. Yes. Hydrate. Mm -hmm. Hydrate. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly, so much. This is Thank you, amazing. guys. Yeah. All right, guys. This has been yet another edition of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you.